Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman, rummaging around in the archives of the Bugle podcast once more. Flipping the bird, such a small but satisfying gesture. And in March 2010, the middle finger was the subject of a strange legal wrangle. Yes, of course, it was in America, as I discussed with John Oliver on issue 106 of the Bugle. Top story this week, let the eagle soar and let the bird be flipped. And the... A man in Oregon has filed a lawsuit against the county sheriff's deputies, claiming that his First Amendment rights to display his middle finger were violated. 46-year-old Robert Eker said that his flipping the bird to sheriff's deputies in 2007 led to multiple verbal showdowns with deputies, as well as traffic violations that he claims were retaliation for his silent, one-fingered statements. Everything about this story is quintessentially American, Andy. <laughs> Freedom of speech, bird flipping, a pointless, expensive lawsuit, and unbelievable stupidity. <laughs> to quote Yakov Smirnoff, what a country, Andy. What a country. And he's absolutely right to cite his First Amendment rights here. 
What else did the, the, the founding fathers draft the Constitution for? It was basically to protect people's rights to flip each other off and then some other stuff to pad it out. Because <laughs> they knew they couldn't just leave it at that. <laughs> well, it's First Amendment, John. You can just imagine the founding fathers sitting down back in the late 18th century saying, top Constitution work, guys, let's have a beer. God save the king. Oh, sorry, old habits die hard. Great, right, let's run a couple of copies off and fax it around the country. Oh, hang on, we haven't put anything about flipping the bird in. We basically just flipped it to Britain. We have to enshrine it as a fundamental American right. To flip birds where birds must be flipped. Right, Jeffo, get drafting. Better frame it as some bullshit about freedom of speech or we'll look a bit silly. And make sure it covers mooning as well. What a man cannot express with his buttocks isn't worth expressing at all. Absolutely. Any constitutional scholar worth his Hawaiian salt, Andy, <laughs> will, will back Robert's patriotic bird flip up. The Constitution has been so abused and manipulated by politicians over the years who've been trying to use it to support their own flimsy arguments. But in this case, I truly believe that somewhere the Founding Fathers are looking down or up, in the case of Alexander Hamilton, and saying, <laughs> Zing! Take that, Hamilton! <laughs> and saying, finally, someone gets exactly what we were going for. All we dreamt of was a land where we, the people, could form a more perfect union, we had the right to extend our middle fingers up from a clenched fist, possibly with the thumb sticking out the side, depending on personal style choice, and then flip them at each other without being discriminated against. Ikas said uh, these words, he said, I did it because I have the right to do it. We all have that right, and we all need to test it. Otherwise, <laughs> we will lose it. Oh, that is beautiful. And he, he should have said that in front of an American flag with an orchestra softly playing America the Beautiful behind him as he stood next to an inflatable Willie Nelson. <laughs> At last, America has hero. its Gandhi. <laughs> He's not doing this for himself. He flipped the bird at Oregon law enforcement to ensure that we all retain the right to flip birds at who we please. Either that, or he was just pissed off they were going to give him a tra traffic violation or something. But that's not the point, Andy. <laughs> he did it for us, a hero. Just like the guy last week who built and hid his own castle. And I say this, Andy. Where are you, Bono? Where the f*** are you, Chris Martin? And someone please find out what the f*** has happened to Wyclef. Where is Robert Ecas's We Are The World song? Where is it? <laughs> but is he right, John? Do we need to test all of our rights, or should we just let some... Just, just assume that they're still there. I'm all in favour of human rights. You know, I love them. Can't get enough of the little darlings. In fact, yesterday I used a good 30 or 40, including my right to a lawyer. Well, I took that one a bit far. I actually married one. That's how much I love my rights. Um, but <laughs> some might be better off tested only infrequently, like uh, needlessly provoking police officers by making rude gestures at them, or you're right in the middle of Act 5 of King Lear to run onto the stage, cluck like a chicken and pretend to lay an egg, or you're right to stand up on a crowded bus with a banjo and sing verses from the Koran in the style of George Formby. Are, are, we, are we actually allowed to do that? I don't know. I'm a bit out of touch. Well, this, this is a key right, though, Andy. This solitary finger bigotry is a big problem. Both <laughs> you and I are strong purveyors of the bird, either yep. when flipped or merely presented politely in lieu of a handshake. <laughs> in fact, if truth be told, Andy, you and I often greet one another by flipping the bird <laughs> rather than waving. It's a sign of respect. In fact, I'll go one step further than that and remind everyone that the first photo Andy ever sent to me of his daughter as a days old baby featured her flipping the bird at me. Andy had arranged her fingers into the classic single-digit salute, and there she was, <laughs> happy as can be, flipping a transatlantic bird. It was her first bird, Andy. 
Some remember their baby's first words or first steps. I really believe people should also value their children's first bird. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't pose it, John. I just just said your name, and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Robert Ecas is a he's a retired systems analyst turned mathematician, apparently, who clearly likes counting up to one. And uh, he, des- <laughs> he described his uh, finger extender reactions as a political statement and a protest against police violence. Quite a vague protest, not a lot of nuance, but yeah. sometimes you don't need nuance, John. But we have to ask, how much more powerful would the black power salute at the Mexico Olympics have been if Tommy Smith and John Carlos had slowly turned those gloved hands around, wound their ungloved hands as if reeling in a fishing line, and slowly raised their middle fingers? Exactly, and you couldn't blame them for doing that. <laughs> I really hope, in court, Andy, Robert Ecker slips the bird of them again and they <laughs> retaliate by finding something else to charge him with so this becomes a permanent vicious bird circle. The, the bird is a, a powerful, beautiful beast and it should never be caged. Let it free, Andy. Politicians would do well to use it more, too. If President Obama has started his State of the Union address by flipping the bird of the American people, I think he might have won over a lot of sceptics concerned he didn't have the experience or strength needed to lead. Oh, sure, it was only Senator for six months, but credit to him, the guy just flipped me off. Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> I think maybe uh, the problem here lies with the, uh, the police retaliation, John, that, that what they should have done is just uh, just replied in kind and flipped him back, John, which would seem a more obvious response. And In fact, in, in, as well as having flashing blue lights on top of their cars, is it not time for the world's police to have mechanical extended middle fingers on top of their vehicles? Whenever they pass anyone being a bit naughty, but not naughty enough to warrant arrest, they just give a quick blast on the siren and flip the bird from the top of their car. Surely that's got to be justice in action. That's a phenomenal idea. There was actually another controversial bird flip this week. Ian Poulter, the golfer, was playing a PGA event in Arizona where when he missed a seven-foot bird, a seven-foot birdie, not a seven-foot bird, <laughs> uh, only for the crowd to start chanting USA at him in response. He responded by clearly extending his middle finger at them in a very well-deserved flip-off. And when a photo emerged, he later said, oh, to address the 16th hole, great atmosphere, but I was getting something off my face. <laughs> oh, come on, Polder. <laughs> Be proud. <laughs> you did the right thing. But you mentioned, uh, you mentioned the famous uh, Olympic salute. There have been some terrible missed birding opportunities throughout history. Andy yeah. Gandhi, just for the shock value, could have <laughs> thrown a bird in somewhere. People would have understood. Jesus... And he would have been well within his rights to flip off the Romans as he was hanging on the cross. Some of his um, hand muscles weren't fully working at that point, uh, I think. Uh, I've said it before, Andy, and I'll say it again. Neil Armstrong <laughs> had a huge opportunity for the greatest bird flip in history, and he blew it in favour of some half-assed philosophising instead. For shame, Neil. For shame. And then there's been some uh, fantastic uh, bird flips in history, as will be proved by this History of the Bird fact box. The first documented middle finger flip was Moses whacking one to the Egyptians as he scarpered with all the Israelites. Even though the Bible censored the finger, the repercussions very much continue to this day. And in repressed Jewish communities in the Middle Ages, people would draw the outline of a bird as a sign of defiance, in a similar way to how the Christians used to draw a fish in tribute to Jesus, who, at the Last Supper, when he and the disciples played their last ever game of charades, did Moby Dick. The Bible does not record how he conveyed second word one syllable, Probably just pointed at Judas. There you go, you thought I was going to mention Jesus' wang-dang doodle, but I didn't. 
Also, when the USS Puebla was captured by North Korea in 1968, American crew members were pictured flipping the middle one to their captors. And they got themselves out of trouble by explaining, um, yeah, oh, that, yeah, oh, it's a Hawaiian good luck sign. Just wishing you all the best for today's propaganda stunts. Perhaps the most significant of all, John, and uh, I don't know if you remember this, I'm sure you do, in, in about 2003, maybe 2004, the bird was instrumental in a, in a race-hate crime involving the then-British comedian John Oliver and the still-British funny man Andy Zaltzman. Oh, God. I forgot about that. When, when we were... Oh, <laughs> we were uh, uh, doing a little tour with a couple of other comics... And we, we passed a fellow comedian in a, in a service station filling up his car with petrol. And, you know, as, as grown men will do, how do we greet him? Well, we all flip him the bird out of the back window of this little minibus. Now, so far, so funny. But then the minibus starts to pull away. And a few yards down the road, standing on the pavement, or sidewalk if you're listening somewhere that doesn't use pavements, just minding his own business was a very, 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 very Jewish boy who looked up to see four men flipping him some very vigorous birds out of the back window of a minibus. And a look of sadness, resignation and the resentment of millennia of shared persecution came across his young face. And he raised his arms slowly, deliberately, with the practised ease of someone who had had to do this on more than one previous occasion. He flipped the bird back at us. And he did so whilst bodily conveying the thought, you guys are pathetic. <laughs> and I guess he was right, John, although not for the reason he assumed. Personally, though, I think you're forgetting one of the greatest birds that you never witnessed was on the way to your wedding, as <laughs> me and a few of our friends walking along, and your bride-to-be drove, happened to drive past us, leant out the back window in her wedding dress on the greatest day of her life, and flipped the bird at us. Well, after listening to that, I imagine you want to find out what's happening in the world right now. Well, find the latest issue of The Bugle on thebuglepodcast.com or elsewhere on the internet. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.